Welcome back, everybody, to a new episode of the Why Not Gals podcast. Tonight is Hungover in the Bushes, or as I like to call it, I make poor decisions. <laughs> because usually if you are hungover in the bushes, there was a lot of choices that led to you being that way. Yep. <laughs> Once again, we've got all three of our Why Not Gals on the episode. We've got Sangria, Chardonnay, and Rosé, and Sangria and I are both actually drinking sangria tonight with some lovely oranges. Oh, look at you guys. <laughs> yeah, Char's uh, downing her alcohol. I got Chardonnay. I was going to say, oh, you do have Chardonnay. She's also with orange, um, juice. With orange juice. She's <laughs> also uh, sucking back some alcoholic freezies. Yep. Recommend. <laughs> A nice, cool 6%. So much for one freezy. Like. Right? You wonder what they put in them. Is it like vodka? It or... I don't know. Where'd it go? See, I couldn't find what alcohol is in it. And it doesn't say. That's not that scary, scary at all. <laughs> Just but they're gluten free. <laughs> oh, it's wine. Oh. that char's been living a lie okay. <laughs> i thought it was like vodka although very on brand for this podcast yes you're right so char as you probably know from our first couple episodes we do this lovely segment called hot pig mm-hmm. i think I know. that it is time <laughs> For you to bless us with one of your hot takes. About what? <laughs> Anything. Like my hot take definitely this week, definitely this week, is people who drive without turning their blinkers on. <laughs> yes. Because they just kind of swerve all over the place. You're like, dude, I don't know where you're going. And I want you to know it's your fault if anything happens. Yep. And that's as aggressive as I want that hot take to be right now. Because if I not, Sangria can vouch for this, I will get heated. A little road rage, (laughs) yep. Very heated. The horn has become my friend. And that's my hot take this week. And I have to stop. Otherwise, it's going to go down a really weird rabbit hole. But, sure, give us a hot take. Um, I'll go with the COVID thing with masks because people are wearing them in like the wrong situations and I keep seeing it because they'll be walking down the street alone with a mask off and then pull it down to cough and then put it back up. What? Or they'll wear it. They'll wear it alone, but they won't wear it in public. I'm so confused. Yeah, that seems really redundant to me. I know. And I keep seeing it. So See, I, I think that's going to be the hot take of the year. The year. <laughs> Whole year. I just keep seeing people wear it wrong, like upside down or like the wrong side out. I've done that. That work? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to tell me they're like, your mask is inside out. And I'm like, well, I can't flip it around now. <laughs> Sorry, it's already happening. It's already been touched. Okay. But speaking of work, Shar has a work lover. 
<laughs> oh, I do. He is her future husband. We've all decided yep. it. Gorgeous specimen has added her on Snapchat. <gasps> the story had it escalated has since I was last. <laughs> I have talked to him maybe twice. And he's just, he's it. He better not be listening to this because mm, <laughs> that'd be awkward if he ever did. <laughs> Even if he did, I don't think any guy would get offended by I found my future husband. No, I don't think so. <laughs> don't even know the guy well and i'm like you're my one true love he's the right vibe for her he's like tall he's in nursing yeah yeah (laughs) yeah two criteria he's met both (laughs) boom there's three not being an engineer yeah no that's (laughs) it but i love engineers but we'll move on from them they have their time in their place. Their time in their place. Oh, man. I love this saga of Char's love life. It it's really good. is really quite interesting. It's not. It's sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got some good stories. Speaking of which, <laughs> do you want to tell us your worst place that you've ended up after a night of drinking? Mine? Yeah, you. My worst place. Mm-hmm. Like, a boy's house? Boy's house. I You said it, I didn't. <laughs> There's only, there hasn't been that many. I, I think the funniest one. Yeah, but I think the funniest detour on the way home was the boy with no bed sheets. Oh, choky choky. Yeah, yeah. let's talk about that. Yeah, like, like who doesn't put... Like, a plastic mattress. It's not even a regular mattress. Like, plastic. He's got a pillow and a comforter. And he pulls back the comforter, and it's mattress. That's disgusting. Who sleeps like that? Like, I woke up, and I peeled myself off the bed. Like, I wasn't even, Um, like... I I was fully dressed. And I still had to peel myself off this plastic bed. This was the night that her lover didn't want to sleep with her. He wanted to talk. Conversation. All night. <laughs> I gotta say, I have never once experienced that. Um, but I, like, I would have been so angry. <laughs> right? You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm like, I'm drunk. Let's do this. And he's like, I just want to get to know you. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not how this works. That's not Char's vibe. Not with Chucky Chucky, it's not. No. Like, if you <laughs> wanted to get to know someone, you would go on a date. On a date, not, not hey. meet them. <laughs> you know. Not, hey, at 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, like, hey. No, that's not a get to know you kind of situation. No. Although, I think I have. You beat with the weirdest place that I've ever woken up. I think you have most people beat. Yeah. I don't know. You have to tell me where you're thinking first before I tell you where I'm thinking. The front lawn? The front lawn. That is <laughs> correct. It is the front lawn. Because <laughs> not only is it the lawn, it's the front. Front lawn. lawn. So, backstory. 
on how we ended up literally in the bushes. Um, Rose was like, hey, we gonna get lit tonight with my work friend. <laughs> and this was the night that we were double fisting doubles of whiskey shots and whiskey yeah. sours so we counted the next day and we're pretty sure each of us because we were going like shot for shot and like the same drink pace the whole night that I had consumed the equivalence of 18 to 20 whiskey shots I would like to preface this with I'd only had a bowl of craft dinner all day oh. <laughs> all day <laughs> Oh my god. Because I was very busy at work and I had no intentions of actually going out that night. Mm. So I did not carb load. No. Basically drank on an empty stomach. Mm -hmm. And that was what occurred. I walked home from the bar on the phone with another friend of mine. And I was like, the stars are so pretty tonight. (laughs) I'm just walking. How are you doing? You know, just living life. Mm -hmm. I love your dog. Yeah. You know, just jamming. (laughs) I get to my front lawn. And I'm like, God, I gotta fucking pee. I go to get in the front door. It's locked. And I'm like, oh, man. I was like, I have to pee. So uh, we're going to try the back door. Oh, no. Let me preface this with, to get from my front door to my back door, there's like a little slope and stones that my mom had put down because she was like, it's a decorative walkway. Mm, And I was like, okay. So I'm walking down these stones. And I'm trying to flick the latch on the fence gate mm-hmm. to get into my backyard. My phone's on one hand, like on my ear. Yeah. One hand. My phone's <laughs> on my ear with my one hand. I'm trying to flick the fence gate open. As I'm doing this, I fall directly into <laughs> my neighbor's bushes. <laughs> scrape up my knees on the stone path. Mm-hmm. And my friend's like, what happened? Are you okay? I'm like... Yep. I just fell. It's okay. <laughs> so I get through the gate. Remember, I still have to pee. Mm. And I'm like, God damn it. I climb up the stairs onto <laughs> the back deck. Go to the back door. Try it again. Locked. And I was like, this is the end. <laughs> I was wearing a bodysuit. Oh, um, no. And denim jeans. Mm-hmm. Okay, pull the jean shorts off because I'm like, girl gotta fucking pee. I <laughs> pop a squat in my backyard. Okay. At least it's a backyard. <laughs> yeah. Friend is still on the phone being like, girl, it's okay. You just gotta get in the house. And I'm like, it is locked. <laughs> I'm out here. This is what's happening. Okay. No, I didn't knock because I'm like, I'm not waking up my mom if she's asleep. Like, that's not happening. So I was like, okay, so I'm clamoring back out to the front yard. I didn't put my jean shorts back on. So I'm literally, don't don't need them. (laughs) No, I'm just in my bodysuit. Okay. And like my money and cards and everything were in the jean like pockets. And I was like, don't fucking care if it's on the ground, whatevs. Like just like walking with them. And I fall again in the front yard. Now you're basically just naked. (laughs) Basically naked. And I'm starfishing in the front lawn. (laughs) Knees bleeding from the previous fall. And I'm on the phone and I'm staring up at the stars. 
And I said to my friend, listen, I think this is where I'm going to sleep tonight. (laughs) And she's like, Rosé, go knock on your goddamn door. (laughs) And I was like, no. I'm surprised you haven't peed yourself. Yeah. Like the amount of times you fall down. Well, I peed in the backyard, remember? Oh, yeah. Okay, right. But at this point, I was like, I'm out of energy. My adrenaline that was kicked in because I had to pee is gone. Mm. I lost the shorts somewhere <laughs> in my second fall. And just starfishing in my bodysuit. <laughs> and I'm laying there. And I'm like, this is it. I'm going to close my eyes. <laughs> and I'm just going to go to sleep. So I'm actively bleeding. Like, I want you guys to know, like, actively bleeding like down my legs because my knees are so scraped up but I can't feel it because I'm so drunk <laughs> my mom opens the front door <laughs> and she's like so Rose hon you need to come inside and I'm like I think I'm just going to stay here because at this point the phone has fallen and I like hung up because yeah. I'm like, I'm going to bed now. <laughs> but my friend was like, if you don't answer your goddamn phone, I will keep calling you. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Joke's on her. My phone's always on silent. So, like, it would have done nothing. No. But she's like, I will call your mom. Like, I will make sure you get in the house. She's like, you're literally in your front yard. Like, it's not as if, you know, anything else has gone wrong. My mom helps me get up. She, I'm like, my jean shorts are over there somewhere. There's money in them. I don't really know if it's still in there, but they were there. And she's like, okay. We get in the house. And she's like, Rosé, do you want some water? And I was like, yes. Because <laughs> at this point, I had no water at the bar. Because there was no, like, water station. There was no, like, cups with water or nothing. And I was like, the people just kept supplying me with booze. There was no water option. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I was ranting about that. I'm sitting now in my kitchen. Only in my bodysuit. My mom has got me the bathroom, like, garbage can that, like, is a little tiny one that is, like, full and good for puking. And we're, like, just sitting there hugging it. And she's like, do you want some toast? And I was like, yes. But I, like, don't want it. But, like, yes. (laughs) And my dog is licking my knees. And I'm like, why is she doing that? And I, like, keep batting her off. And then I look at my knees. And they're bloody all down the front. Like, the knees don't have skin on them anymore. I looked to my mom, and I was like, do you think we should clean these? (laughs) (laughs) She goes, Rosie, they're fine. Like, you just need to wipe them up tomorrow. It'll be okay. And I was like, all right, I'm trusting you because you're the sober one. (laughs) But are you sure we don't need to clean them? And she goes, you're okay. She was more concerned because she was waiting for me to hurl. Yeah, because she's worried about the alcohol poisoning poisoning at this point. And, like, I'd like to point out, this was the first night I puked ever from drinking, which is impressive considering my track record. But this was the first night. So I literally, and I've only puked twice. So, like, honest to God, we already know what the other one was. It was a vodka incident. But this one, I hurl. I was fine, and then the toast starts coming up, and I'm like, yeah. eh, we're gone. I puke once, and my mom's like, Rosé, are you sure you're good? Like, you're, you're fine now? And I'm like, yeah, we're good. I start to stand up and be like, don't worry about the plan. And she's like, god damn it, because as I'm standing up, I've knocked over 
the garbage can oh. that was full of my vomit. Oh, gross. So it's on the floor, and I'm like, oh, gross. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and like, she starts to like, try to help clean her up. She's like, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> it's okay. So that happens. And then she's like, you need to go to bed because I still had to work the next day. Oh, my God. Okay, this is why I didn't want to go out in the first place. So at this point, the friend that I was on the phone with while I was starfishing in the front lawn has called my mom being like, is she okay? And my mom's like, yeah, she's fine. She's in the house. I've got her. It's okay. Somehow neither of my siblings were home this night and both of them regret that because they yeah, wanted great. <laughs> to see this. So my mom walks me upstairs. So she puts me in my room and she's like, are you okay now? Like, do you want the bucket? And I'm like, no, I think I'm okay. Like, I think I'm good. I'm laying down and I'm like, good night. This is all I remember. That was the end of the night for me. I wake up. I am laying. You know how you're supposed to lay in a bed? Yes. <laughs> the opposite way to that. Like mm. perpendicular. Like right across the feet of not my bed. My mom's bed. <laughs> With no blankets. <laughs> and I literally sit straight up. <laughs> turn and look at her. And I'm like hell did I get in here <laughs> and she goes you don't remember any of it I'm like I remember you putting me to bed and she goes you tried to fucking run down the stairs like seven times <laughs> she's like you then proceeded to me going okay Rosie it's time to go to bed you proceeded to go into the bathroom and brush your teeth <laughs> and put a tampon in because I woke up and I was like why what happened down there Wait, were you on and your period? Like, no, but in my <laughs> drunken state, I was like, <laughs> I might get it, you know? Yeah, I need to be prepared. <laughs> no, and then it gets worse. She's like, okay, you've got yourself taken care of now. Go to bed. I dive bombed onto her bed laying directly across where the feet are supposed to go and she kept being like do you want to go to your own room <laughs> that's fucking hilarious and i was like god damn <laughs> you really need to lock me up though when the night is over it's like close the door and lock it So yes, that's the weirdest place I ended up was the foot of my mother's bed after she found me starfishing in the lawn. <laughs> I think that's the best story. I don't know how your mom doesn't tell that story to everyone. Oh, she does. Because I had never like given her any ammo yeah. and then this happened. But the worst thing is I looked down at my knees, huge massive scabs, like they were bad. <laughs> I still have scars on the one knee. And I looked at my mom and I was like, you didn't think to look at these? And I show her them and she's like, oh my God, I didn't think they were that bad. I'm like, I ripped off half my skin and didn't <laughs> feel it. Oh my God. Like no antibacterial, nothing. They were just living and thriving, man, those knees. And then I had to show up to work and I was the oldest one, like in charge. And everybody's like, what the hell happened to your legs? And I'm like, don't ask me questions. <laughs> So it was a really long day, and um, I was definitely going through a really bad hangover. Probably oh, yeah. the worst I've ever had. I, my body was shaking and tremors. I had weird food cravings, and 
you know, alcohol shits right at the yin yang. And on top of this, everyone was just pissing me off because I was like, I can't do this. And when we went to McDonald's before I had to go to work, they didn't have their lunch menu going yet. And I was livid because all (laughs) I wanted was French fries because both of you know, my go-to hangover quenching meal is McDonald's carbs. Yep. And I couldn't have it. So I was livid. Rage. Enraged. But yes, I had to live down that night all last summer. Still to this day. Everyone involved finds it hilarious. But do you have any weird places you ended up? Sangria? Not like weird places. Like I'd always put myself to bed or get put to bed. So that was good. But like now I'm thinking of like all of the times my mom has seen me absolutely trashed. This was like one of the first nights I had ever gotten drunk, like ever. And I also proceeded to get super stoned that night. So it was not a great mix. My mom came to pick me up. I had been, I had gone drinking before, but this was like the first time I smoked weed. She comes and picks me up and I'm like laughing and giggling and everything's great obviously I smell like weed and my mom's like just ignoring it she's my mom's a very progressive whatever she doesn't care but she's just ignoring my whole state and I turned to her and I'm like I tried weed for the first time and my mom was like I don't care just don't tell me as long as you're safe everything's fine you know I can deny that you're doing things you're not supposed to be doing but whatever and then we didn't even make it halfway home And I'm like, mom, you got to pull over. And so now we're pulled over on this hill because I was like, you pull over now or I'm throwing up in the car. This is how it's going. I'm holding, she's got pictures of this because my mom's the best. I'm holding onto the door of the, like the front passenger door so I can stay up because it's just like shoulder of the road and then like ditch. Throwing up. Just like, you know, yakking out my guts. And my mom's taking pictures <laughs> of me bent over, holding onto the door for her stability. It's the only thing holding me up. And I see the flash and I'm like, what the fuck, mom? And she's like, this is fantastic. I'm showing everyone. Because <laughs> I'm like 15 or 16, right? I'm like an idiot. And she just, she brings it up all the time. So that was like the first time she saw me like really fucked up. And then, um, this is maybe a year later, it was my birthday, I had a whole bunch of friends over, and I had eaten three weed gummies. Oh no. And then passed the fuck out. Like, (laughs) I was dead to the world. I was in my, it's my own birthday party, and I'm not even awake. She's like, I came, I conquered, I left. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm in the tent asleep, and apparently something was going on, because all I remember is my mom coming in being like, what the fuck is going on, and me being like, I'm sleeping, deal with it. (laughs) So my mom ringed me out the next day after that, but I was not hungover at all, because I had the best night's sleep of my life. (laughs) Um, So that that was a good night. And then the last time that my mom saw me really fucked up was the first time that my dad saw me really fucked up. And that was at Christmas, like this past Christmas. And um, it was great. We got all really drunk. We were 
my mom's best friend's boyfriend is from Australia. He brought like Australian rum and we were all drinking and we're, I'm trying to keep up with the boys because I'm the youngest one at this party because it's all of my mom's friends. <laughs> and um, then we start smoking weed and they're all like having a little puff. It's all whatever. It's fine. Like just a little bit. And I'm like, no, <laughs> if we smoke, we're smoking. And maybe 20 minutes after that, we're playing Pictionary and I'm sitting down and I, I say to my, I say that like everyone, I announce to the room that only one of my eyes works. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting for the rest of the night, like barely like in the couch, like just like starfishing on the couch in front of my parents, people I've known since I was a baby whatever holding one eye closed because only one eye works and the room is spinning <laughs> and everyone's making fun of me because I'm just sitting there trying to play Pictionary with one eye <laughs> just like hand over it it's great um yeah I don't remember like details of the rest of the night after I could no longer see but I ended up in my bed because we all went to sleep and everyone was like, my mom helps me get into bed. And then I passed the fuck out. And you're like, good night, Will. <laughs> and life was great. <laughs> so my question to you guys is, do you crave food after these nights out, like right away? Or is it the next morning? The next morning for me, for sure. I think it depends. Like if I'm really drunk, then it'll be the next morning. But if I'm like somewhat like drunk, you know, you get home, you're still with it. Then I want like everything. So my question is, I always order food. Sangria knows this. She always knows when I've hit the liver a little too hard because around 4.35, I order the good food after I've already, like, gotten rid of the alcohol poisoning vibes <laughs> to cleanse my body a little bit. Cleanse it, yeah. So I'll get, like, the good burger or, like, the salad or whatever, like, afterwards. But the night before, I always drink, like, the really gross carbs. Or not drink. Eat the really, <laughs> eat the really gross carbs from, like, McDonald's, usually McDonald's. Sometimes there's Wendy's, sometimes, like, all the, like, fries and fried food and all that stuff you're not supposed to have. But I know you two both do it. I never do it. Actually make food yeah. while drunk. I've done it. Oh, yeah, I'll cook. Oh, yeah. No. You like macaroni? <laughs> if I'm, like, if I'm there enough, I'll do it. It doesn't matter. I, if, I'm, if I'm partying with my mom, I usually force her to cook. And, like, the one night we made, like, deep fried dill pickles, we made french fries, onion rings, like, we just went for it. Because oh my, my mom was the only one sober enough to still do that, but drunk enough to be like, this is a great idea. But my whole family, the night after, or the morning after a great night, is poutine. And I got this from both my parents, because they're like, Harvey's was their thing afterwards. So now I just eat poutine. And... Um, there was one, I can't remember what it was, but it was some holiday or something. The next day we went and we ordered poutine for the whole family because all four of us were very hungover. So yeah, it's poutine the next day, hands down. Char over here is the one that'll keep frozen pizzas in yeah. her freezer. Some delicio, you keep that in and then you turn the oven on when you get home, throw it in there, then you forget about it. But then, like, the buzzer goes off, and you're like, I made pizza. 10 out of 10 recommend, though. 
See, there's too many steps in that that would be dangerous for me. No. But I think as long as you set a timer yeah, and don't fall asleep, you're key. Honest to God, you've both seen me drunk out of your minds. Well, in my mind, too. <laughs> and I'm dr- that drunk. Cooking is not on the table in any sense of the word. Mm-hmm. But I've never done this. Speaking of sense of the word, puking. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep talking about it. Hopefully this isn't a gag reflex for any of you listening at home. But puking, when you're going out, I've never puked and rallied. I've never rallied. Never. Like, I puked at the end of the night, yes. like, at home, like, 2.33 a.m. puked, but, like, I, or the next day puked, but never, like, I'm out, I'm gonna puke, be back in five minutes. No. Oh, I've puked and rallied, no. for sure. It's puke and in bed. How? This is my question. That, that is the That's big question. That. Um... So, the way I can do it is I go too hard, too fast, throw up, and then I don't start drinking again for at least 20 minutes. You got to give your stomach a second to recover from all of that. But if you are going to drink after you throw up, it's water or, like, Gatorade, and then you can keep going. And it's even better if it's, like, Powerade mixed with something, because then it's Two birds, one stone. You keep going. Yeah. But how do you not feel like dying? It's not great. I don't. I don't know. I feel like you have to be next level drunk. Oh yeah. That it sobers you up enough, but still drunk enough that you still want to party. Because I have definitely had the nights where I'm throwing up, but I can't feel it. It's just happening. I don't like. I'm not even dry heaving. I'm just puking. No, and then you just open the mouth and it just goes. Yeah, it's just, you're just, you puke, wipe your face, rinse and spit a little, and then you keep going. Okay, here's a question for you. When you've puked and rallied, have you ever made out with someone after puking and rallying? No. Okay, because that's something. Because all of my friends are like, Sangria has been puking, and then they all know. Because I have had friends out at bars who've puked and rallied and then made out with people. And I'm like, whoa, that is so gross. Ew. (laughs) I'd hate to be that person. Right? And, like, they don't know. No. Well, then how many people Especially if they're good at puking and rallying. Is the question. Mm, None. How would you know? (laughs) Kissed and then puked? No, no. Well, any of the... If they've puked. Right? Like, you'd never know. That's true. That's a scary oh, thought, though. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like guys that puke in a rally, though, you can always tell because they're, like, swaying. And they're, like, pale now. True, yeah. 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 They get their, like, stance where they get their sea legs. <laughs> guys always do it. Have you noticed? It's like, the hands near the hips with the beer or whatever, and they're just, like, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they get the nod and the sea legs going. And you're, like, Okay. Good for you. Have a good night. <laughs> Speaking of puking and rallying, though, well, not so much the rallying part. We actually have our first guest on the Why Not Gals podcast <laughs> that is going to join us and talk to us about her times with the puking and not so much rallying, although there have been some rallies. So let's hear from her. 
All right, guys. So our very first guest on the Why Not Gals podcast is, of course, we had to give her a wine studio name because I think that's just how we roll. But our very first guest is Moscato. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Also, how classy is that? We've got now Rosé, Chardonnay, Sangria, and Moscato. And Moscato bringing up the rear here. Four wine pseudonyms. Yes. Four wino girls that are not actual winos. Oh, for sure not. Moscato is like the type of drink I have when I want to drink wine, but I also want to play a drinking game because it's easy to go down for like the first half. And then the point you reach where you're drunk, you can't taste it anymore. So you can just finish and be done with it. Exactly. So we were actually talking in this episode about puking and rallying as well as being hungover in the bushes. So okay, Moscato, you got some stories for us. I have, oh boy, do I have some stories. And I'm so glad you brought me in, you know, my christening, my first episode on such a beautiful note that paints me, beautiful Moscato, in just such a great light of just me puking. Uh, The first story I have is actually me puking in the actual bushes. Second one, not so much, but we'll get there when we get there. So yeah, first story begins... Um, summer of second year of university. I think I'm 21 at this point, maybe 20. Um, either way, legal in Canada, so we're good. Um, this is also my first time making my own mixed drinks. Usually I'm a wine gal or a coolers type of gal. I'm very much not up by a liquor type and then make my own drinks because I make bad choices in terms of like mixing the alcohol. AKA perfect so, this episode because it's it, also 100%. Called, I make poor decisions. Literally poor decisions. So yeah, um, I went and bought just straight vodka because I was like, we're going to do it. We're finally going to mix a drink. We're going to be an adult about this. No more coolers buying those. We're doing it cheap. We're going to buy cheap vodka, cheap uh, cranberry juice, mix it together and we'll be good. Big mistake. The cranberry juice was the sugariest, grossest thing that I've ever had to consume. And I mean, vodka is never good. Let's not even try and make that a thing. (laughs) It's not good. So I put like too much vodka and not enough cranberry juice in my vodka crayon. And I'm just slamming these back, you know, playing flip cup, beer pong, any sort of thing like that, having a good time. And then I all of a sudden start to not have a good time. But, like, I'm around, I'm feeling hyped up, I'm like, let's keep going, I keep going, and eventually I'm just, you know, it's like nighttime, you know, dark outside, and I'm just throwing up, literally, in my friend's bushes. Like, it's not, it's not pretty, it's not graceful or anything, I'm just throwing up red, and I'm not having a good time, and I look over, and I see one of my friends also like just like a meter away from me so we're not like bothering each other but he's also throwing over the side of the like railing and we're just graceful (laughs) just vomiting into the bushes together just acknowledging each other's suffering and being like hey we're in this together but also please don't look at me like I'm not I'm not proud of this moment so that was just an all-around bad time yeah because honest to god hard liquor coming back up is not I can't do it. I can barely even do it going down. Like, why would I put myself through that pain and suffering once, let alone twice? 
just not a pleasant experience, you know? It's not a good time at all. But I think, if I remember correctly, Moscato, when you were telling us this story, there is a very interesting twist at the end to this puking extravaganza. That's right. There so was. So it's summer. You know, you're spending a lot of time outside. And when you're outside, you also have to make sure that the outside looks is like super pretty and manicured and stuff. So this poor friend that spent the evening, the night puking up next to me had to spend the next morning mowing his lawn. And both of us partially missed the bushes and it went partially into the grass. And this poor soul had to mow his lawn and just watch as my beautiful colored pink vomit just went everywhere all over his like lawn I felt absolutely awful afterwards both like physically like I feel nauseous but also like this poor guy having to like mow his lawn but also just remember the terrible night and also my disgusting like vomit it was awful (laughs) it was so bad was this a night that you were able to puke and rally though oh hell no Like, for me, puking is, like, my body. Like, I'm, like, okay, my body is telling me. She's speaking to me. She's, like, hey, like, Moscato, we got to chill out. We got to just keep it calm and just not carry on. So we're going to rally with some water. And then we're going to go and rally with some sleep and bedtime. Like, I very much respect what my body is trying to tell me. Like, I, I, like, massive props to people who can, like, throw up and keep going. I, I super cannot. Never in a million years. And I find this so funny. But when you're saying puking is your end night, end of the night, you're done, put her to bed. Moscato, I believe there's also a second story that goes perfect with this episode, but also factors in your late night carb cravings after puking. After puking. Yeah. So for me, I've learned very much that it's so important to not only, you know, take care of your body before you drink, but also take care of your body, you know, while you're drinking and then also after you're drinking. So, I mean, sober me fully prepares for drunk me because I know she is a messy bitch who cannot take care of herself. So sober me, you know, will fill up the water next to my bed. I'll, you know, get my pajamas out. I'll get my makeup remover ready so I can just, you know, rip off my eyelashes, take off my makeup, and then just lie in bed and we're good. We can wake up the next morning and we can regret our decisions, but we can also thank our past selves for being able to, like, take care of ourselves. But that also goes in, like, conjunction with taking care of yourself while you're drinking as well. So if you find at any point that you're, like, hungry, you need that food, you just go for it. So my friend group is a big fan, as I've definitely previously stated, of drinking games. So whether that be flip cup, we'll do beer pong, all kinds of other things, um, like ride the bus, um, King's Cup, all that kind of stuff. All dangerous. All dangerous, full-on mistakes. It's definitely a good time. But we also love to do slip and slide. We We do slip cup, which is also absolutely fantastic. Slip and slide, flip cup tables at the end. You run and slide, and you play flip cup, obviously. It's an absolutely fantastic time. However, exercise and heavy drinking is not a good, good idea. But I was like, you know what? We're just going to do it. Whatever happens, happens. So we have this absolutely massive tarp. We do our best to make it like extra soapy and nasty and greasy and fantastic. 
and we're just having a good time. Um, but at the end of it, after we're done, obviously we're all like super soapy. So the house that we were at was like, guys bring like an extra set of clothes, towels, that sort of thing. So you can like take a shower afterwards. Um, once we finished playing flip cup, me and my best friend are pretty much like wasted at this point. So, but we're also like super soapy. So my best friend goes and showers first and then she's done. And then I take my turn in the shower. As I'm showering, she's just chilling in the bathroom because, you know, that's what you do. Um, And she's, like, realizes that she, like, is simultaneously hungry but also, like, has to pee. So she goes into the kitchen, finds just, like, a really thick, like, bun. It's, like, a sandwich bun. Just, like, super, like, rich and thick and delicious and absolutely amazing. She comes back into the bathroom as I'm showering and just sits on the toilet and starts peeing. Now, the, ba- the toilet is uh, right next to the shower, and I can tell that she's eating something. So, like, I peek around the shower curtain, and I'm like, I see what you're eating. Give me some of it. So this just absolute wild memory I have of me just being, like, completely naked in a shower with my toilet, just eating bread. And she's, like, feeding me bread as we're both, like, absolutely wasted. And then just having an absolutely fantastic time with that. Um, And then afterwards, obviously, the night continues. I keep drinking. The exercise and the alcohol does not sit well with me. And I do end up throwing it up, not over a banister like I did last time, but instead in like a kind of clean toilet bowl. And I just kind (laughs) of sit there and I'm like, okay, the night is over. We're done. We did it. We've accomplished all we can. Yeah, this is all my body can take at this point. She's telling me we're done and we're just going to go ahead and listen. So is that probably the weirdest place you've ended up while you've been drinking slash sobering up is naked in a shower eating bread with your best friend on a toilet? Oh, 100%. 100%. And I have absolutely no regrets. Like truly one of my absolute favorite memories of me drinking is just ending up in that completely bonkers spot and just, just vibing, just having a good time. Just vibing and living. Honestly, it's probably the epitome of college slash university living. Oh, it's so good. Summertime, partying. Just drinking as the sun goes down, having a good time. Living life. My only question is, how, how do your friends gauge when you're ready to puke? Because it seems to be a running theme. So for me, it's it's really weird. I get, it's as bad as this sounds, I get quiet. Like for me, I have to, like for me, it's it takes all of my mental energy to like go inside and check in with my body. And I'm like, okay, are we going to throw up? And if it's like a yes, we're like, okay, so the, how, where are we going to throw up? Like obviously we don't want to throw up in like the usual bathroom where everybody goes to the bathroom because I don't want to be like that person that hogs up the bathroom. But I also don't want to like throw up there because everyone also like pees there and it's gross and I don't want to do that so then I'm like okay are we throwing up outside we live in Canada and it's cold all the time so unless it's like summer I'm not throwing up outside and unless I can hit the bushes I'm also not going to throw up outside because I don't want a repeat of that poor lawnmower fiasco that we had like two years ago so usually I'm like if you can see me like eyeing the bathrooms and I'm really quiet and I'm sort of, I've got water, I've got like a solo cup full of water, you best be checking in because you know some something's about to happen. (laughs) 
I'm glad you've got your indicators, though, because some people don't, and they just straight up hurl. They just go for it. No, I can't. My body's telling me. She's like, hey, you got five minutes? Are you Actually, she tells me, she's like, hey, we got 20 minutes to, like, calm this down. If we don't calm down, we're going to hurl. And then, you know, 15 minutes into that, if we haven't taken care of ourselves, she's like, we're going to throw up. I'm giving you a five-minute warning. You have five minutes to find somewhere and get comfortable. And then after that, it's all bets are off. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for these lovely tips, tricks, stories, wild times. Shenanigans. Thank you. It was so fun. Shenanigans. We're so excited to have you on, and I think we're definitely going to have to have you come back on at a later episode. I am excited to come back. Because I think you've got some gems hidden in your partying shenanigans. Good, bad, you name it. I've got it. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your night. Thank you. You too. So I think the moral of the story is that drinking is bad and (laughs) you shouldn't do it, except we all do and we will all continue to because we all have a night where we're like, I'm giving up drinking. I'm never doing this again. And then like the next weekend rolls around and you're like, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Other, than get lit, other than get lit and get ready to rock and roll but we haven't even got to like the key points on our survival what is your best hangover tip gravel and For pooping <laughs> gravel and pooping okay miss IBS <laughs> I can't disagree with that no that's good tips but always, I don't know, take Advil or Tylenol or something before you go to bed. Yeah. If if you left yourself enough, you know. Mental capacity. <laughs> yeah, to do that. Um, I usually chug water before I go to bed. And then you up pee. What You get up pee, but that's fine. And then a glass of water in the morning so you can chug that because you're so dehydrated. But if you, if you can start the next morning with Gatorade or Powerade or whatever... You're golden. If you start that the night before, you're even better. See, I think mine is you get the carbs in. If they come up, they come up. They were five dollars anyways. <laughs> if they you know, you ride that roller coaster when it happens. But you my key, and every one of you have seen this, you go hard at the pregame. So hard that for the rest of the night, you only need one or two drinks to keep you on that aggressive level. And then what you do is after you've gone so hard that the eyes and the vision start to go a little bit, you start to sip on a small glass of water Mm -hmm. and you slowly start saying to yourself, no, we got to just a little bit, you know, just a little bit, sober up a little bit. And then in between each preceding glass at the actual bar, you just have a little glass of water so that you're ready for the $5 carbs Mm -hmm. that come at the end of the night that will soak up any remaining alcohol that has not yet entered your system that goes with Char's pooping and gravel. Yes. Yes. That's all. that's, That's what I do. Doesn't always work. But I also sometimes don't follow it, so. 
<laughs> Honest to God, it is what it is. I think the weirdest hangover tip that I ever got was to chug orange juice. That makes sense. Vitamin C, sugar, all those things are good. I've seen pee. But orange juice for me is like you passed out. Yeah. Do either of you have weird hangover tips that you got over the years from like your parents partying days? Other than eat food? No, but my dad always... My dad always said poutine can solve any hangover, and he's not wrong. He's like, you got, you need some grease. Put some grease in you, and you'll be fine. You think that works, the grease? I think that mm-hmm. works, yeah. Scientific. It helps with the pooping. I feel like it made the pooping worse. And then you just got greasy poop. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's alcohol. This has been a real... Yeah, honest to God, this has been a real roller coaster. There's a lot of in and outs. Every orifice, it's either going in or it's going out. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta pick one. (laughs) Well, I honestly think this has been a very entertaining episode, and hopefully all of you listeners will hit us up in any of our socials, our Twitter, our Instagram, our handles, at whynotgals. Um, let us know any of your crazy drunk stories, any of your wild nights. We're still wanting to know. If not on socials, you can directly email us at whynotgalspodcast at gmail.com. I think it's going to be a wild, wild time. We're just getting this podcast going and rocking. We've had first guests, which was super exciting. Very, very exciting. Um, and I think this is getting close to our end of this podcast, but next week's episode, Shar is going to take a little bit of a front run because she is the DJ usually for these yeah. events. Next week's episodes, well, episodes, I said episodes as if there was more than one, it's just one. We can only <laughs> manage to hurt our livers once a week because yes, we drink every episode. Um, is called You're the Wine That I Want <laughs> Drinking Bops Edition. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be bomb. We're going to basically, maybe we'll even curate a playlist for our listeners Ooh. with the pregame jams, the in the club jams, on the way home when you're standing at the sunroof, wanting carbs jams. You are always in your own music video on the way home. I'm living my best life. Just like staring out the window thinking like your wife is a music video. Literally the night, Shar, that you puked in the McDonald's drive-thru, I apparently was staring off into the distance eating my large fries, acting as if I was a music video. <laughs> she was. She really was. There was a full back seat and I didn't give a shit. No, you didn't. It was a great night for me. Watching all of that go down. Wasn't good for me. Yeah, you don't remember it. She lost many hours. Oh, that's too funny. Good old St. Patty's <laughs> oh, Day. Oh, Lord. But thank you guys again for joining us on this episode of Why Not Gas Podcast, I Make Poor Decisions, or probably better called, Hungover in the Bushes. We'll see you next week.